What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. This is your co-host, Andy McDonald, um, holding it down for for the podcast today. We got Micah. He is out. Um, he is on the IR list. Oh, no, I'm just messing around. He's he's a little caught up this week. Um, we'll, we'll get some breaking news rolled out next week, but for now, we're going to keep it keep it tight-lipped. So a couple things. Just wanted to, uh, you know, want to give the people some content. Obviously, we don't go a week without without content for you guys. So we'll touch on just a few things um, to start. You know, we have we have OTAs happening right now where it's, you know, it's optional. Um, that's when the rookies come out for a mini camp and also um, the veterans roll out a couple of days later. I believe the Raiders had around 83 of 90 participants out there. It is optional, but once again, it's a team sport and a lot of the Raiders kind of rallied to it and, and some are taking their time off that they need. And Really, there's nothing to check in on this until it gets closer to training camp where it's mandatory, and we'll get you that coverage there and who's reporting, making sure we got the team ready to rock and roll for the new year. So um, that's just a little start for some Raider content, um, and let's just get into the NFL. A lot of things happening right now. There's the saga of Aaron Rodgers. It just continues to go. It continues to um, just happen where he's not reporting. He's pissed off um, at the Packers organization been a back and forth kind of effort from all intents and purposes it sounds like he won't be reporting anytime soon I believe he wants out from what I've seen um, he went on Kenny Maine's last episode of Sports Center and just said it was more of a uh, it was an alignment issue with with the front office and kind of more the the concept around how they see the team the vision of the team um, he doubled down on the fact that it didn't have to do with Jordan Love I have a hard time believing that but Right now, Aaron Rodgers is in Hawaii just partying it up, and the Packers are reporting at training camp. So that will be continued um, to be a topic as, as we are in the, the dog days of summer of the NFL where there's not a ton of note, noteworthy news happening. So, um, you know, we'll latch on to any kind of content that we can get. So Aaron Rodgers, as it sits right now, doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. And let's just hope he doesn't demand a trade and go to Denver because that would just – it just wouldn't be cool. Wouldn't be cool for us to have to play Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers. So, A Rod, either stay in the NFC or just get away from our division. That's that's my uh, ask of you. The second one is is something that came out relatively recent, and that's Julio Jones. So Julio is not going to be back with the Atlanta Falcons. It was a weird kind of thing that happened this week where Shannon Sharp gave him a call on live TV. I guess their buddies, um, and he was asking him if he was going back to Atlanta. Um, and he said, no, he's out. He's, he wants to go to a new team. He wants to win. Um, so I don't know what that, <laughs> that necessarily looks like, but it sounds like as, as the information started to roll out that the team had, um, approached him and he, you know, he approached the team as well. And they kind of got to a consensus that they want to find a trade partner for him. So this is something that's been in the works. And so it sounds like as, as early as next week, um, there can be a deal. I believe it's post June one is when there will be less of a severe hit on the cap for the Falcons. So, um, and that's when the deal can actually get done. So, you know, there's there's teams out there, um, teams to watch, and everyone will 
would want to be in the mix for Julio Jones, but, you know, who would be best fit for him, you know, I guess remains to be seen. There's, there's a combination of the fact that the Falcons, they don't have enough cap space right now to pay their rookie class. Um, so that's an issue, but also they, they want to be able to get back some draft capital for Julio, who's one healthy top three wide receiver in the NFL. So if you recall, they traded Mohamed Sanu two years ago um, to the Patriots for a second rounder, and it would be it would be very interesting if they couldn't get more than that. But who knows? It's all about the situation. It's all about the, I guess, the urgency or the, the desperateness of the team that's looking forward that might be able to give up more draft capital for him. So that's just, you know, another thing that's going around in the news. But, you know, with my uh, partner in crime being out this week, um, I wanted to do just a quick little exercise. And so I'm going to be unveiling a top 10 quarterback rankings. And this is my rankings. And this is kind of the, the, the background of it all. So I'm going to rank the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Um, and it's going to be based on every, you know, everything is as it is, right? Like the team is set in place and everyone gets a fair shot at playing for this team. It's who's the best quarterback for one season. So it's not, you know, it, it's not going to be like, oh, well, I, I, I want to go in on the younger guys just because of the long term. Nope. We're talking about one year for this upcoming NFL season. And then all things are the same. So that really is, is kind of break it down, really. Who's the best at their position, what they bring to the table. Some quarterbacks have more production. Um, so from a stat sheet perspective, you're like, oh, he threw for more yards, more touchdowns. But sometimes that's system based. That's who it's around him. It's not necessarily the person themselves. So. I'll, I'll give you my 10 through 6 today, and then um, next week we'll, we'll have Micah react to them, um, and then also I'll unveil my top five. So just to start, I'll, I'll give you a little, you know, peek behind the curtain around some honorable mentions that didn't make it inside the top 10. Uh, Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, sorry about it, buddy, um, and Joe Burrow. So those were fringe guys that had a really hard time justifying getting inside the top 10 and mostly being able to uh, leapfrog you know, the guys that I do have it on the list, but, you know, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow showed flashes last year. Burrow got hurt. We'll see how he comes back from injury, but both those guys could very well be top 10 quarterbacks um, once we assess this midway through. And Derek Carr has obviously proven to be a top 10, top 15 quarterback um, over the last couple of years. And I definitely think he can take the next step there, but, you know, still, once again, can't justify that. Matt Ryan has someone that's always been able to, uh, put up a ton of stats, throw the ball all over the yard. But, um, you know, he has been a benefactor of, of the weapons around him. And I think his ceiling isn't as high. And I think you kind of already know what he is right now. So let's just get into it. Um, number 10, this is uh, – and it was even hard for me to put him in there, but I went Tom Brady at number 10. And so you're like, dude, we're talking about the GOAT here. Yeah, you know, we are. And he did win a Super Bowl, and he can still rip it down the field. But this is someone who he played in, you know, in a pretty uh, – I guess QB friendly system and he had a ton of weapons around him. He's limited with what he can do outside of the pocket. Obviously he's never been that kind of guy, but he can stand in there and, and throw the ball downfield and take shots. But he's even been a little bit less or more reluctant to do that uh, as the years go on. So I just think Brady's a top 10 quarterback. I don't think he should be in consideration as a top three quarterback, as some people might see him. That's really based off legacy. He's still good. He's still the goat, but, I'm taking one guy for this year. Um, he's he's inside my top 10, but at number 10. So um, let's move it to number nine, Matt Stafford. This guy is is someone that's been underappreciated his whole career. He can rip it, and he can make off-platform throws. He has one of the strongest arms in the league. Once again, he played for the Lions his whole career. He's making a move over to uh, the L.A. Rams in that trade for Jared Goff. So I think this is someone that's going to be able to show truly you know what kind of athlete he is what kind of special talent he is at the quarterback position and 
someone that's going to do a lot of, uh, he's going to make a lot of noise in the NFC West. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Number eight is Dak Prescott. Um, I wanted him to be a little bit higher on the list, but he's coming off injury too. You don't know how he's going to be able to come back from that, but still, I think the talent is there. He's shown to be the leader. He's shown to be able to carry the team and win games just on his own. Um, and, and man, when he was, when he left last year, when he got hurt, he was number one in passing yards. Um, and he really kind of carried that offense when you have, they have some good weapons, but Zeke still wasn't the same old Zeke. And, um, it's just someone that is ascending. And, and if he comes back from injury, he can definitely, you know, um, supplant himself as top five quarterback this coming years. So that's Dak Prescott, number eight, going into my number seven quarterback, Kyler Murray, someone that has steadily progressed over his first couple of years in the league. Um, he has probably the same amount of arm strength and, you know, explosiveness in the passing game as Dak Prescott. But what the reason I kind of pushed Kyler Murray up is really because of his legs. He's a dual threat guy. Um, and he's someone that does look pass first, but he's so fast. He's so quick. He can get around the edge. He can make plays, extend plays, use his arm, um, a little bit better than Prescott. And I think he's only going to be even better in this. As, as the years go on and as they continue to add weapons, they got Nuke there, they got A.J. Green. <clears throat> and so there's there's going to be some guys that he can throw to there. And I think it's the arrows pointing up for Kyler. Um, and it's pointing up for another guy. And that's that's our guy, Josh Allen, at number six to round out 10 through six here. I wanted him in the top five. You know, I, I had a hard time here, but he's someone that last year there was going into last year. There was like, yeah, the talent's there, but can he limit the mistakes, limit the turnovers and the careless plays? Um he was able to do that. He was able to take on that leadership role, take on. Um, he has that dual threat aspect as well in his game. He really closed the year strong. Unfortunately, he didn't um, make it too far in the playoffs. But, man, Josh Allen is someone that a lot of the haters um, really, you know, the draft process didn't think because of competition he was going to be able to translate. He has shown to translate it. He has shown to reel in some of his carelessness. Um, and I think his his ceiling is, is super high. But, you know, he does not crack the top five. And that's where I will leave you guys. We'll hit the top five next week. We'll we'll review uh, my top uh, ten, my ten through six for Micah next week. Just get his reactions. But wanted to get some content out there for you guys. Once again, this is the dog days of summer, fellas and ladies. Um, so our content, we're gonna get creative on on how we do it and how we get it out to you. But still, we won't stop. We can't stop. This is the Rate of Take podcast. It's been real. Thanks for having me as a solo guest, and looking forward to seeing you guys next time. Thank you everyone for bearing with us through these dog days of summer, like Andy mentioned. Another way that's going to help you get through this summer, Draft Top. As I've mentioned before, been a big proponent of Draft Top, even before we started this partnership. It's the number one tool you're going to want as you head into this summer. Memorial Day coming up this weekend. We got 4th of July, not too far away. Draft Top has revolutionized the way they drink beer out of a can. And they have all types of other accessories, t-shirts, things to go along with it that are absolutely phenomenal. So check the link in our Twitter bio, Raider Take Podcast, at Take Raider. Referral links in the bio take you there. Use promo code TOPLESSCREW10. We appreciate all the love you guys show us, all the support. Going to Draft Top, getting your Draft Top tool, getting your accessories, getting the things to go with it. Great way to help support the pod as well. So we hope you enjoyed the content Andy had for you. As he mentioned, we'll dive into my reactions to his top 10, the 10 through 6 that he dropped. We'll get his top 5. You know, we'll go from there on, on the things that we're going to dive into. Obviously, like I mentioned before, we've got the schedule, our win-loss prediction. Um, we're going to start getting into as well. And uh, we just, like I said, we appreciate all the love. 
Go share, subscribe, rate, review. Give us those five stars if you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. We can't wait for the season to start. A lot more things to get kicking, get going. So we have a lot more to talk about, really, is what it comes down to. But once again, thank you. Thank you for the support. We appreciate the love. And we will see y'all next week.